You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. You suck. Yeah, that guy. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Telling me. Dream. Shake. And fight. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? Slap at that bass, man. Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. And I'm Michael. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> now, I didn't have a quote today because we are doing our 25th episode, so I'd, <laughs> I was really uh, freeballing it there. Yeah, I pitched a joke to Michael um, just before we started. It didn't feel clean. It didn't feel uh, yeah, a wanna... little bit uh, too much. But Yeah, there's a bit of copyright issue on that one. It. I just it, felt it, a little yeah, bit Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, so as we've been talking about, and Michael just mentioned, we're doing a special 25 episode. So talking about our favorite moments, um, our favorite Steve Hibberts, uh, and favorite movies, uh, from the first 25 or first 24, um, we should say, um, and you would have just heard our new intro. So we're going to do a new intro every 25 movies or so and use quotes from the last 25 movies. Um, so hope you all enjoyed that new intro and it excited you all as much as i enjoyed making it my i gotta say this like 25th episode is like really good for my sort of it's not an ocd brain i know ocd is next level like that really sort of fitting in so we've got our five we got like five uh bits of four and then the 25th mm-hmm. makes 25 so then every like five sets of five yeah. we're gonna do an episode it just feels like i don't know the math brain image yeah. is like i love it it just yeah it makes it me feel perfect. warm inside yeah yeah but it's been um, one hell of a ride so far, hasn't it? Far out, 25 episodes. Here we go. It's been fun. I like how it all started when I thought you were going to let me know that your wedding's postponed <laughs> and you go, no, I want to start a podcast. And now you're getting married next week. Yeah. So it's, all, it's all happening. So then after the wedding, I'm done. It was just to take my mind off like, up to the wedding. And I think That's this is fine. the last episode. So thanks everyone for... Yeah. <laughs> it would be a nice time to call it. 25 yeah. episodes. We got a new, made a whole new intro for nothing. Yeah. So That's we fine. had a good run. That's all right. It's just like one of those... Right. Like, it's like one of those movies that doesn't get off the ground for number two, but they like leave it really open mm. for like the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, we're both, going for a drink the, we're both going for a drink at the same time then. <laughs> well, the, int- the, f- the first 24 didn't make enough money, so the uh, the sequel didn't get enough coverage. But Yeah, no, we definitely, anyway. we definitely haven't made enough money. What's, uh, I, don't <laughs> I'm not, I don't think we can have... Uh, I think we can get a lot better than zero for the next time around, so uh, yeah. go us. I think we hope so. All right, so the first one we're going to talk about our favorite moments from our recordings and our combos. Um, so we got a few moments here. I might start it off, Michael, if that's okay. Yeah, with you. I got to. Look, I got to say, I got a horrid memory for a lot of this stuff, <laughs> unless it's like a movie quote. So a couple of a couple of them are sort of general, but I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what you say. <laughs> well, these are more sort of uh, us talking and yeah. uh, sort of follow up from that. But my first one is my hatred of uh, Zach Mooningham. Oh, that from, was, that, uh, that ran deep. <laughs> School of Rock. That ran deep, now, man. There was some personal shit in that. <laughs> and now, I think. If, if you didn't listen to the School of Rock uh, podcast, I think that was our second one. So yeah, uh, a bit far fresh. back now. So yeah, we're going to chat about moments and quotes from all the movies we've done. So if you've missed any of them, go back and listen. They've all been very good. Um, but yeah, so as a young uh, guitar boy myself, I think I'm the same age as the guy who played Zach or pretty similar. That I was just so jealous of him watching that. He was better than me. Um, he was in a band with jack black um so my jealousy i think it's grown over the years 
to yeah. be honest with you. I could, um, I, I agree. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting heated right now. Um, and it all uh, came to a head when we found out that he got arrested for stealing guitars. Never seen um, someone so, so happy that in. someone got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, so, yeah, yeah, that was the fall from that grace. Was one of my absolutely lapped it up. And I mean, I, I can relate as well. I think we talked about it in that episode. But anytime you, as when I was a kid, I mean, now it'd be a bit weird if I think I could play that role as a thirty-year-old. <laughs> but um, yeah, anytime you saw a kid like just acting, like because obviously I, I've got no musical talent whatsoever, so I'm like, yeah, I could have, uh, I could have done that. So I, yeah. I feel where you're coming from. I feel where you're coming from, especially being a lot younger. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, I would have fit straight into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I you, mean, you can be jealous of uh, Lawrence. I think you can be it. You're more of a, no. more of a Lawrence mold. No, I'm not cool enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever talks All to right, me. I'll let you go, Michael. What do you got? Um, so again, not as specific in that one. My one's just sort of <laughs> reminiscing just over my childhood, just over like different years of my childhood oh, nice. from these movies. Yeah. Like just, I know, like you'd, you'd snap it to a moment, especially doing the first one being Billy Madison. Um, spoiler alert, it's not in my top five movies for the, the ones that we've done, but um, it's just like when I talk, think about like my brother and my sister, we would just quote this movie. Like, we, I think we counted like once we watched back like 25 or plus quotes that we use like day to day on this. Um, you know, anytime uh, we used to meet up and Ben, your brother, always just sort of pulling out like oh, I was blazing saddles, which I don't know how, <laughs> how great that was. Yeah, that's, like, not, that's not making it. Yeah. Um, but then also, um, you know, like even just talking about Max Keebler, just repeating the same jokes over and yeah. over again. Um, so yeah, just any time we could reminisce and sort of just snap back to a time of the childhood with watching these movies. Yeah. I've absolutely loved it. Well, it's something I just realized now, but a lot of these movies came out when we were like five or so. Mm. So we probably watched it the first time around, got about a quarter of the jokes, yep. and then you watch it again when you're ten, and you get about <laughs> half of the jokes, and you watch it again when you're fifteen, then you get it all. So, well, I mean, watching these movies since we're these... children, and then teens, you get all the jokes now. Yeah, like and none of when... the movies in the nineties we ever actually like I ever went to the movies for. Like I all I just remember no. is like watching them on TV. Like once they came out. You know, like then they used to bring out a new movie and you used to just set yourself on the TV and yeah. have, the, have the VCR ready to go and record well, it. It'd either be the, yeah, the VCR or it will be on um, Channel 9 or whatever on yeah. Sunday no- Sunday or Saturday night. And I'd just be plugging it all week. He's going to let yeah, you know yeah. Madison's on TV. And it was like, you'd cancel plans to be there on the Saturday night. You wouldn't go to Blockbuster yeah. and, and get, or for me, it was video easy, but you wouldn't go there <laughs> yeah. and uh, rent a movie because you know it was coming up and yeah. It's just mm. another another time. But that was good times. That was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, my, my next one is the uh, American Pie come beer conversation that we had during the American <laughs> Pie episode. Well, that was my number one. So there we go. We <laughs> yeah. just go. Right, we'll, we'll talk about that now. Um, I, was just, yeah, yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know if you didn't get enough sleep or something, but you just happened <laughs> at home multiple times. And I remember just, I remember like on the way to work, just laughing my ass off, just thinking back yeah. to that moment <laughs> where it came from. Yeah. So for those that uh, don't remember, it's the scene in American Pie when, is it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Yeah. Um, was getting a blowjob from, is it Vicky? Vicky. Or is that Vicky, the other one? Yeah. And then he uh, finishes in a... Uh, beer and then Stifler drinks it and I think our conversation was could you tell um, if someone came in the beer or not because the fact, and then we the offered... fact was one of my little sprinkled facts was that it was egg white uh, yeah. that they used 
So we were trying to go. like see like, oh, I think we said like, geez, it looks pretty good. Like it looks pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. So um, the uh, free stubby holder still stands. If anyone can tell us if they can tell the difference or not between the two. Yeah. Uh, so let us know. But yeah, yeah, that I, was very yeah. funny. I remember it that. Just, it sort of came out of nowhere. I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> you came, you ran with it and you just went so hard on it. And I was like, mm. I love this. This is fantastic. There you go. So that made yeah, my number. That, that made my number one. But yeah, you're number two. And, I, and then I got my number one is Corky Butchek. <laughs> I think that just <laughs> had a mind of its own. And that was nice as well in the Borat episode. For anyone who doesn't know, Corky Butchek. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> uh, it was the episode where we did it together at your house. So that was yeah. a, a pretty significant moment. So we had a good lead up of talking about um, talking about the movie at your house and just sort of mm. uh, while we're reading. And yeah, it just sort of spurted from that. <laughs> bing bong, bing yeah. bong, bing. Well, it, it, after I watched the movie, it wasn't even in my head that much until we started talking about it. Yeah. And then I repeated it around my house for like three days. <laughs> and then I went to see my dad and we've mentioned it a few times. And my dad loves Borat. That and Shane, they're his two favorite movies. I think <laughs> I was, we're doing Shane. I tried either. to watch that Shane movie once. <laughs> my God, I lived there like two minutes. Yeah, it's just an old Western. Yeah. But I... I went there and this was in the heat of me just saying bing bong, bing bong, bing. And then he started doing it as well. And then he came over to my house. I think it was uh, last weekend of the weekend to go to uh, do a bit of a whippersnip. Um, and then, yeah, he started doing the Corky Butchek again, like a month after <laughs> we started going over it. So, yeah, Corky Butchek with the bing bong, bing bong, bing. It's and very, he's sending me yeah. Spotify links. Uh, to like just a DJ group yeah, just called D- two DJ Jack. blokes yeah but like it's a classic dad text where he'll just send you the link like yeah. no context and like <laughs> that's it you figure it out from now on <laughs> so that my dad was sitting at home trying to find Corky Butchek on Spotify found a random link I don't know how he find like a found to share a link from Spotify I don't know if I could do that that quick well, I don't know if it was yeah, it, yeah he might have gone the web browser or something like that yeah the school, I don't yeah. know <laughs> But then he just goes, I need to send this link to Adam. No context. Send it through. And that's it. So He was probably this that excited. He's like, I don't have time to have a <laughs> yeah. craft a message before this. I just need to get this link out to Adam. Well, I think he just sent it. He goes, he'll know what I mean. And I didn't know what he means. Yeah. He just goes, this is funny. Corky Butcher. I know what he was trying to say. Well, we're going um, through... Oh, at the moment, I'm get, we're getting uh, downloading some wedding songs that we're like for the band. Uh, because we've got a band at our wedding. But we also want some like music for certain parts of the wedding and like Sabina's family really likes their Polish music so I'm downloading Polish music I should try to slip in the Corky Butchek song like yeah. in the middle of I think I'd get divorced like straight away but you know like <laughs> it might be worth it I remember we did a playlist in my at my old job um, of like, pop punk songs from like you know that we used to listen back in the day it's called pop punk songs you can listen at work and give people nostalgia that's what we call the playlist um, but I just chucked in the Seinfeld theme song in there and it'll go on shuffle. So you have like, uh, take me back Sunday or fall out boy. And then the next song will be the Seinfeld theme song. <laughs> so they'll just like play out to the, the rest of the office for no you reason. Did, you did. So I think me, something you, like you that. You did tell me that one for my 30th. I put it in there, but it didn't, yeah. there was too many songs. I didn't hear No, yeah. I didn't hear it. Unfortunately, unless I was taking no, a piss did, at the yeah. time, but yeah. <laughs> I would have lost it. But yeah, that's always a fun one. So if you can chuck yeah. a cookie butchek anywhere, that could be a new trade. It's called butchecking. Butchecking. You just chuck a cookie. <laughs> you just chuck a cookie butchek into and then a playlist. Goes, what's, the, uh, what's that website, uh, Urban Dictionary? And then it like it dates back to this podcast. Like, yes, we yeah. made it. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Have so, you got a number two? Yeah, my number two um, yeah. was a personal one for me. It was any time I got a quote correct. It was a very selfish one. <laughs> any time yeah. that we got there or reasonably close. I think there was one that I really... I think early on you really tested me hard with one and I got a couple of words, but... Um, yeah, I think the hang- hangover one, the uh, Alan's speech, I think you are very close, like very, very close. Yeah. One or two words wrong. And we yeah. had a... Um, and we had a... What's it called? We had a, I had a uh, drink up at Porto's house and then the boys loved to hang over. So I actually had to go at like repeating it over and over again, <laughs> like on the phone, but I didn't have enough of, uh, yeah, I didn't have enough background to get it myself. But yeah, I'll just show it how much of my brain just relies on the most, yeah. me- the most well, meaningless stuff. I think everyone knows that you're the quote guy. So uh, I'll let you, if there's a big quote section, I just think Mark was going to take this. Yep. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and you are the quote guy. So I'll and let you take those. And ones. you're the professional that knows how to set everything yeah. up. So then I'll just, I'll just Let's take all it. the fun like stuff that I remember <laughs> off the top of my head. And yeah, we'll work it out that way. Well, I've seen your notes. Like when I, we do the notes and usually do them first. So I just duplicate mm. yours and then I delete. Yeah. But I see when you do a quote, it's just like the first three words, then dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he just remembers these. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for example, if we do Euro Trip, that probably won't happen as much. But like when we're doing Anchorman or pretty much any Adam Sandler movie, I just need to jog my mm. memory. And then I need to yeah. think about the accent. And then once I hit the accent, yeah. then I'm into it and I'm I going. S- I've seen you like say the first three words and then your eyes sort of roll back yeah. trying to remember what the rest <laughs> yeah. of them are. I need to be, I need to go Zen. I need to go like Zoolander yeah. when he pulls out, when he pulls out the jocks. I need to go Zen. Oh no, go Monk. I think he says, I need to go Monk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with David um, Bowie. This is, but this is a good transition actually. Yes. So we're going to move on to our favorite quotes. Yes. And a lot of the, a lot of mine, um, one of mine made the intro, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not, these are more that made me laugh and that they're like not the most popular ones. So the intro is a lot of the popular ones. Um, and these are the ones that made me laugh or I really enjoyed. Yeah. I don't think I got a, I, I think mine's all out of the intro as well. Mine's all separate yeah. ones. I, and again, it's hard because you're sort of looking over these episodes and obviously I know a lot of quotes, but then the most popular mm. ones that are done over and over again pop up and they're not the ones that necessarily made me laugh so much. So I had to have a, yeah. good, had to have a good bit of a think about this one. My number one is more like, so my number one is one that comes back to sort of a blooper as well, but it's still just because of that, it just goes and goes. So I'll save that one. <laughs> Listen, listen, there's no rules, Michael. That's no. fine. They can be... <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. This is what I thought it was. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, my fifth spot was a bit contentious one. So I just changed it this morning, mm-hmm. but it was going to be that conversation that Borat had with the exotic animal dealer. He goes, is this a tortoise? <laughs> oh no, what, sort of, what type of dog is this? It's a tortoise. <laughs> is this a cat in a hat? No, it's a tortoise in a shell. So that was up there. That was a really funny one. That's not bad. But, uh, my honorable mention was Veronica, I thank you for beating <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> I think as a kid, um, when I watched that, when I was waiting for that, watching that song, I was just waiting for that and do do the clown to do their lines in the song, yeah. and then I was good. <laughs> what? Saying that, like I remember watching when like we were really young watching that. That's one of the scenes I remember most. That singing part because it yeah. was just like we're kids, people yeah. are singing, it's all exciting. So yeah, that's the bit over I remember and as over well. Over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll start with my number five, and it, it triggered me this morning because we went grocery shopping. And I saw some old guy uh, paying, but he goes, "What's with wogs and cash?" Uh, by Daryl <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. from the castle. Yeah, I'm great like, that's one. perfect. That was, uh, I As, think, uh, uh, yeah, that was yeah. in the. Um, I think it was in my intro. Oh, not my intro. My sort of setup for the um, 
for the episode for the castle that I put up the other day yeah. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Adam does the Insta, I do the Facebook. As you can probably tell, Insta's a lot better than Facebook, <laughs> which is probably why. Yeah, but especially being a wog, I know you. it's just like one that comes Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of your dad uh, yeah. a lot, the wogs, wogs and Cash. I think yeah. we spoke about that on the podcast too. Yeah. Can I but just yeah, say, one, that wog, one hits home. wog is a derogatory term in the UK for some very different, I yeah. found out. We don't mean it in that way, obviously. We'd, yeah, no whatsoever. For uh, yeah. any for anyone, it's just about Europeans that settled in Australia. For I don't think we've got yeah. too many UK listeners, but yeah, that's just a bit of a, a bit of a <laughs> background are, on we that. Apologize. Yeah, very good uh, distinction, Michael. Yeah, I thought I had to get it. I was thinking about it the other day randomly. I'm like, I just got to get it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my one comes back to my bucks, my first bucks that I had, um, which mm-hmm. is when we had a golf club, and it was very early morning, and I hadn't slept, and some of the boys just got up. Um, so every time they went for a swing, I went, you suck, you jackass. <laughs> or I was just by the end of it, I was just going, jackass. As I was and I and think that it, is an intro one. Yeah. Oh, it is. There you go. I got one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah, I mean, that's just iconic as well. Like that's the one that pretty much most people think of when they're taking a swing of golf now. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean the, this, through this podcast, I realized that Happy Gilmore was my number one Adam Sandler movie. I always thought it was Billy Madison, uh, but yeah, Happy Gilmore took the cake, um, took topped it off on that one. Yeah, and you really liked that guy as well. I think it was up there with your MVP statuses. I think it was my to, yeah. Yeah, I think we had to, a lot of the first maybe 10 or so, we didn't say what the MVPs were. Mm. I think we uh, started that with I Love You Man. Yeah. Uh, so we have to go backtrack and then we'll uh, we'll do our data properly moving forward too. We're a bit late. We have to like scramble to yeah. put things into a dock. Oh, with uh, but we'll now, do it properly and clean it up. Well, up to I love you, Matt. I think it was like, I don't know when we started our MVPs. I think it was Friday, actually. I'm pretty sure it was Friday we started our MVPs, but I, I was doing it for a while and I just lost motivation and forgot to do like yeah. our habits. So I'm going to have them open from now on and actually type them in as we do them because I think that'll be yeah. the best way to do well, it. Well, I think we have to we have to do it right after the podcast. We don't want to give it away to each other. Yeah, that's right. Um, so right after we record, we'll put it up. Yeah. That's but this perfect. isn't for anyone. This is, no, this is we're just having your own conversation. <laughs> it's a bit of an admin meeting right now <laughs> that you guys are privy to. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's okay. like Gilmore, you suck. Jackass. I'll go, uh, so number four, I've got Mr. Squeak, what grade are you in? By uh, <laughs> Joey from Basketball. <laughs> oh, God. That's, yeah. I, I think just Squeak in that movie, there's so many like, lines. Yeah, I was just the punching about, bag. I was thinking about Basketball yesterday, because um, actually Mark, our, was like our second cousin, he married into her family. Mm. Um, he's a basketball nut. And so he was just, I was telling him about some details of the wedding and in a thread with our cousin. And he was just pulling out all these different basketball lines. Like he had um, Baxter, but he's like, huh? Ah, ah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And then Annette's just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on in this conversation anymore. Um, but yeah, what was the, what was the biggest trigger for you on that one? The, the Mr. Squeak, what grade are you in? Yeah, I like, um, like Squeak's just a punchy bag with that. So is it going to be close to like um, your mum's going out? I heard your sister's going out with Squeak or whatever. Uh, but I think just the disbelief on his face. Um, it was that point when he was trying to pick up the uh, transgender uh, woman. And he's just like out of it. Everyone's just drunk at the bar. They got the 10-year-old kid drunk at yep. the bar. Um, and yeah, he's just in disbelief that he just stopped. Like everything just stopped. Yeah. And then he asked him what grades he in. So I just love it. I just love that scene every time. All right, my one, and this was a late change for me. This was just before the pod, and then I started watching the sequel to this movie, 
it's uh don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35 or 45 minutes <laughs> oh, oh that's a that's a very good one that's a very good one he yeah. played that role so well and in next friday he plays it even better like oh, he's gonna be the mvp 100 percent when we do that movie like he has so yeah. many good lines in it but that's just yeah it just sets up the character so well just and especially with yeah. the um later on in the movie when he's taking a shit and he's spraying with like looking up into the sky <laughs> yeah and I like a few of these ones are the ones we use in real life and that was a real lifer yeah I remember the 35-45 minutes yeah. yeah that's a very good one yeah the jack the first two of my one are real lifers the next three uh, yeah. are just like great moments in movies that just made me piss myself yeah well I got another uh, everyday lifer yep. um, with a uh, uh, it's a bold strategy, Carton. Let's see if it works out <laughs> yeah. for him. I just love. I just love Pepper Brooks. I I like. Um, uh, what's the guy's? I'm about to say Jason Sudeikis. Um, what's the actor's name that plays Pepper Brooks? Uh, Jason Bateman. Jason yeah, Bateman. That's yep. it. I like. I'm a big Jason Bateman fan. I'm a big fan of Arrested Development um, and all the other stuff he's been in. And he's usually the straight man. Yeah. Um, but in this one, is his silliest role um, as Pepper Brooks. With his like, he looks like he does motocross the way he dresses <laughs> yeah, with yeah. those like long sleeve shirts and everything, like a fox motocross long sleeve shirt. The flaming dodgeball tattoo on the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so also, yeah, yeah, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. He's yeah, got I use some, that one heaps too. He's also a couple of his other ones. Is uh, was it a menage a trois of pain? He goes. Usually you pay double yeah. for that kind of action, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I just like that when he goes, "Hold the phone, she's got a cannon." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Pepper Brooks is very good quality. Yep. Um, all right, my one is just a moment in the movie where I just, it was a bit of a jaw dropper, but also made me piss myself. It's uh, from The Hangover, and it's from Alan. He goes, I didn't know they gave out rings at the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very, and that's uh, something you'd miss too. That's yeah, a, you have to be listening to hear that joke. It's almost, it's almost, you almost got the feeling that it was improv. I don't know 100%. Like, mm. it was just sort of the feeling, but. It was just, and I think, and the way that the director left the uh, left it, I think he just gave a big pause after the he said the line as well, just to sort of let what he just said sink in. <laughs> um, and it was obviously the part where uh, not Phil, what's the other guy's name? Oh, um, anyway, I don't forget. No, I can't remember his name, yeah. but he, um, yeah, he uh, just get. I think the night before he gave his mother, uh, grandma's engage, uh, Holocaust ring to the stripper. Um, out there mm-hmm. God I'm going to have to look up his name um, Phil Allen and uh, Stu 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 that's it yeah. yeah I keep forgetting Stu as well yeah he's a pretty like, I think as an actor he's a bit forgettable as well sometimes like, it's a bit well, which one is he is that is that Andy from The Office yeah 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 Egg Helms Egg Helms yeah he's good but he, <laughs> I, I think he plays a very similar I heard someone talking about it he plays a very similar character or doesn't have too much I don't mm. want to bag it, bag him too much. You never know. He might come on the podcast one time, but um, yeah, well, sometimes he can no, be forgettable. And he knows what he's doing. Like that's his actor. He's yeah, like, yeah. He, was a, he was a straight, he was a straight man in this, um, this one. So he knows what's doing. And he, it's hard to be as big as Alan in that's that true. movie. Yeah, you, he, he can't. Much he can't have everything going. Yeah, once, yeah. yeah. Um, number two, I got big up, huh, guys? Well, see you later. Bye. <laughs> uh, <if> <laughs> By Lloyd Christmas in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I just love that scene. <laughs> it's just, it's just such a sort of nothing moment. It doesn't have yeah. anything to it. It's, it doesn't come back to it. It just happens, no. and you appreciate it, and you move on. 
yeah uh, i just yeah that's yeah i love dumb and dumber i think i'll talk about it later on too but yeah i really enjoy watching that movie um and that scene just loses it every time and it's got the uh african-american guys on the car just looking at him it's like what's this guy talking to us for and then he just walks off without saying anything else yeah. i think um, you can so relate as well part. you just want to say something but yeah you know, it's like me when yeah. i go in the hallway and say someone i just head nod or like i've already seen yeah. it so many times that i don't know what to say it's like yep all right cool mm-hmm. <laughs> let's move on yeah um this is perfect because my number two is also from dumb and dumber and it's harry your hands are freezing <laughs> <laughs> It was just the moment at the movie where he's, he's discovered that he's had two pairs of gloves on and he's had no gloves on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's choking him out and then the first thing he's worried about is his hands freezing. I just thought for the moment in that movie, it just it just works so well. Well, what is it? They're like, uh, you got two pairs of gloves? Like, yeah, it's the Rockies. <laughs> like something like that. My hands are my hands are getting kind of sweaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just so good. They, just before they discover yeah. all that money as well, so they go from hating each mm-hmm. other to loving each other just after that scene. So mm-hmm. it's a good, uh, it's a pretty yeah. big moment in the movie. Yeah. Um, my number one, and I think we chatted about it a few episodes ago. Uh, but is you don't want girls to think you suck dick at fucking yeah. pussy. <laughs> but Seth from Superbad. Such a good line. I think a lot of what makes uh, Superbad what it is is how authentic the dialogue seems. And we won't go through it again, but Seth and Evan writing the movie while they're going through high school or yep. just the end of high school just shows how authentic um, the you know voices are in the movie of what high school people are really thinking. Um, and it's just such a right to the point it's got two uh innuendos in it i guess yeah um but suck dick at fucking pussy can't <laughs> get knew, much better than that. i knew there had to be a super bad uh quote yeah, yeah, yeah and again i actually thought of this quote i was just sort of when i was jogging my memory it came up and i'm like adam's definitely going to mention it it's yeah, probably yeah. not in my top five but it was uh it's definitely it was definitely up there for me in my thought process of these quotes but yeah well deserved for your movie and then again mine sort of <laughs> goes to my movie as well um, I couldn't leave this one out. It was discovered by the Germans in 1904. They named it San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. <laughs> the first time I heard that, yeah. I just and that's what I think that's what made me fall in love with Will Ferrell, which is the, sort of the reason it's my favorite quote, just because it was just he could just come up with the most random shit and then just make it work for that character. And I know yeah. there's a, there's a lot of Will Ferrell haters out there, um, but I discovered, which you know upset me a lot. But <laughs> I stick to yeah. my guns, and I absolutely love him. And <laughs> the outtake for this one as well um, is him res- laughing and then going, "It's just the stupidest <laughs> thing ever." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like everyone knows, and it's, if you're from LA, you know what sand means, saint. Yeah. So <laughs> it's obviously gonna mean Saint Diego, uh, but he was so confident. Just being so wrong. I don't know if he, as a character, he thought about it on the spot or yeah. that's what he always thought it meant. Um, <laughs> but either way, it's as stupid. And as so well, very which, good one. As well, when she argues the point, he just goes, well, agree to disagree. And she's not agreeing to disagree <laughs> <Yeah>. whatsoever. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, some very good quotes in there. Very good reminiscing. Um, so into our favorite movies... Um, so maybe we'll go our top three and then we'll chat through our uh, two and one in a bit more detail. So I don't know. Did, um, we, did you do five? Because I did five. 
Oh, uh, of quotes. Oh, um, movies. Oh no, food, movies. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we'll just. Oh yeah, we'll go through the fires, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I got number five. I got the castle. Yeah. Um, I think, and it's like not really my favorites, but some that surprised me or I haven't watched for ages that caught me off guard or was better than I thought. Um, so the castle, just with a lot of the Aussie humor that still stands up today. I think right after you watched it. I messaged you like, does it still hold up? Because yeah, it's still pretty good. And it is. And I think after this, I started watching a few more uh, Aussie movies as well. So I watched Chopper for the first time. I haven't watched that before. So I watched that. A few other ones. And Stan has a fair few Aussie movies. So if anyone's deep into that well, um, yeah, jump into it with the castle. Um, A lot of their quotes and everything I found really funny. And looking back, I like Australian like history. Like yeah. looking back and seeing what was going on back then. You appreciate it more um, when so you get yeah. a bit older too. Yeah. And like looking at this as a, especially from Melbourne and you look about, okay, um, what was going on in Melbourne back then? Oh no, this is actually that airport and you've been past the airport and that's that yeah. extra layer of connection to you. Uh, but yeah, the castle still holds up for everyone that wants to go back and watch that one. Yeah, it's um, that was it was on my radar as well. It was very close to the yeah. list. One, it, uh, another one probably just etched it out, but... Yeah, it just like like you said, it was one that surprised. Um, obviously, I knew yeah. how good it was, but I didn't sort of. Uh, I think it just sort of lost over time, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely one that I could see myself rewatching within the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, my one was another right. one that surprised. It was one that I watched repeatedly when I probably shouldn't have when I was a lot younger. Um, and this one's basketball. Basketball for yeah. me. Um, there's just so many quotes. I now I'm in love with um, South Park and everything that they do. Um, and it's just, there was so many good moments in this movie. It did, it doesn't leave you wanting in any parts of the movie. You're always sort of enthralled. I think the only part where I sort of doze off a little bit is when they're sort of losing in the basketball scene, but they sort of need that as well. So, um, yeah, it's just, it was a great movie and just so many good quotes and crude as hell. Um, and just Trey Parker and Matt Stone just doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I'll just say I got base school as my third one because same with you yeah. I watched it heaps as a kid and I think this one um, and a few of the other ones are the ones I remember watching with you for the first time like I didn't get it myself we'll get it from Daniel or Robert um, yeah. which is my, uh, Michael's older brother being Daniel and our other older cousin being Rob um, but these are one of those movies they like passed down to us a bit too naughty um, yeah. so it wasn't like the Billy Madison where it it's a little bit kid friendly. Like, there's jokes that you can get away with, yep. um, but basketball was a bit ruder uh, yeah. than our five year old brains could probably handle. Um, so I got that my third one, and it's weird looking back and seeing that it wasn't written by um, Stone and Parker. Like yeah. it was made by um, David Zucker, who did the Naked Mile movies and a few of the scary movies. Um, so yeah, it's very odd that they got cast as the lead actors when they're primarily known as like showrunners and comedians well yeah we said at the time i think uh, south park season one had just ended and they didn't think they were going to get renewed for season two so that's why they took it on so it was a really Mm. yeah really interesting casting and it was absolute dynamite and it's um i think i think it's got a lot of sort of cult following with some people that just like that stick by that movie for for Mm -hmm. um ages and like mark yeah. our uh, second cousin uh, so for people yeah. that don't know obviously we are wogs we've got so many cousins but our family <laughs> our family is always really kept really close together which as i get older yeah. i realize doesn't happen with a lot of families like they don't stick so close mm. with their cousins um but yeah i can't definitely can say that's not the case with us so, but yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good one. All right, we matched up in one. Okay. Let's see. I'm not sure if we'll there match up in another, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'll go my fourth one. So I got Billy Madison as my fourth one. Um, and I was similar, probably the opposite to you. I thought I liked Happy Gilmore more than Billy Madison. Um, but watching them again in close proximity, I think I like Billy Madison a lot more. And the thing is just a lot more quotes. Um, I like the school setting. Um, and yeah, just one of the first moves we did too was a nice way to get into it. So number four was Billy Madison on my list. I've already talked about Billy Madison and sort of my family sort of connection to that one. So it's always going to have a special place in my heart and I'll always be able to watch that over and over again. Um, but yeah, didn't make my top five for this one, which I did mention earlier, but, um, yeah, just a movie that will always stand up. Mm-hmm. Number four for me is probably not the funniest movie, but just a movie I really enjoy watching. And I think is a movie that re- was really well done. And I think probably cause I did it at uni, which I said many times when we were doing it, but it was, I love you, man. Um, it's yeah. And I love Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel. So them, them working together. I think that's why I also like 40-year-old, uh, not 40-year-old version, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall as well because they have a few little yeah. interactions together. But um, yeah, it's just got so many good awkward moments and he play, Paul Rudd plays that awkward character so well, like enough to make you cringe in so many Yeah, so very many cringy. Um, and yeah, I love the sort of just how it's not that sort of blokey bloke sort of thing. They just look at the other side of guys and sort of how <laughs> how they um, act. So, yeah, I love you, man. Sneaks in there for number four for me. Yeah, I do like... That's a very good movie too. And I, I think that's one I watched a lot more than I have um, for these sort of late 90s ones. These are uh, Will Ferrell's and Adam Sandler. I think primarily because my girlfriend likes uh, Paul Rudd and yeah. not so much Adam Sandler, so I can get away with watching this on like a Saturday night. Um, but yeah, I think that movie holds a special uh, place in my heart as well. Now I had baseball number three, um, so I might snake back. To, I might snake back to you for your number three. Oh, cool. Um, all right, so my number three is an Adam Sandler. It's the Adam Sandler that made it in there, and he's Happy Gilmore, like I discussed before. It's already got the quote in there. Um, just a just a really good movie, and just so many good moments. And again, it doesn't leave you wanting in a lot of it. It's just a really well sort of played out movie. There's different sort of random. I love the randomness of like just actors comedy and things where I know some people like it a little bit more clever, but that's not me <laughs> and I never will be. I don't think I'll always sort of prefer the random and just sort of make you chuckle. But um, yeah, just this and this and uh, Billy Madison just sort of shows like that Adam Sandler comedy and um, yeah, mm. just so many good moments and quotes in this movie too. Yeah. And I think we spoke about it um, the last episode with Sandler where we talk about, um, everyone's good runs in the late 90s. So we talk about um, what year was it where... Uh, 97 Ace, was the big one. Yeah, Ace, Ace Ventura. Uh, what Ace Ventura, something else, something else for... Uh, 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 I forgot his name. What's it? Jim Carrey, The Mask. Jim Carrey, yeah. And um, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yeah, they all came out um, in like, you know... The same year, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but you look back at like Sandler, he had Billy Madison in 95, Happy Gilmore in 96, Wedding Singer 98, Waterboy 98, Big Daddy 99, Little Nicky 2000, Mr. Deeds 2002, yep. uh, 51st Space 2004, Longest Yard 2005. So that's yeah, wow. 10 years of all good movies. <laughs> and like You forget how good his run was as well. Um, so yeah, he's up, as we talk about our Mount Rushmore, um, he's definitely up there with 
Jim Carrey and uh, Will Ferrell. Um, and there's a maybe that last spot is a bit of a harder one. Um, but I don't know. We got like you know you got Mike Myers, you've got yeah. Um, Seth Rogen, you got a few people that can make yeah, up that the one, last spot. So. That one's yeah, definitely up for grabs for that one. So there's mm-hmm. uh, we've still got plenty of time. We got plenty of movies on our list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, number two, so probably no secret. I got super bad um, as my number two. I think yeah, I'll, I won't go on with it, but we'll talk about it before with the just how um, it just sounded like what we sounded like as teenagers. Yeah. And I think I watched this at a perfect time when I would have been 16. Um, so just a little bit younger than the people in this audience. So you're looking forward to those years when you're going out drinking every weekend and you sort of want this to be your life. Um, and I had that just before um, this uh, that period in my life, this movie came out and the, how people talked and how it was directed and how real it felt. Um, it always holds a place in my heart. Um, so super bad, my number two. I was surprised it was number two, not number one. But yeah, anyway, that's uh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to the number surprise. one now. But yeah, again, yeah, super. Yeah. I think I have a lot more appreciation for super bad after hearing you talk about it and sort of understanding yeah. the sort of backstory to it, and then listening to uh, movie reviewers um, that actually said like you know that don't like the sort of randomness comedy movies um, where there's like that sort of lull in the end. Um, they talk mm-hmm. about how good of a just an actual movie it is without having the actual comedy sense. For so many reasons, so yeah, mm-hmm. very well deserved. Number two for me was a bolter. Uh, it wouldn't if I was to put this list up at the start, might have snuck in at five, but it's dodgeball. That is a movie that yeah, I pissed myself watching this time around. This is just <laughs> so good. And then, I mean, my appreciation for Ben Stiller went up like tenfold watching this movie, like in depth. He's just everything he says mm-hmm. is funny and. It's just moment after moment. It's a good sort of sports underdog story. And yeah, like like you said with um, Pepper Brooks and uh, <laughs> Cotton McKnight, they have add so much to it when they get to that dodgeball tournament. Um, the little the little ins from Patches O'Houlihan and then Hank Azaria is the young Patches O'Houlihan and laughing at Winston. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, it just goes through so many different stages. And I love the whole movie throughout. And then also having Lance Armstrong being in one of the most awkward comedy movie moments now makes it even better in hindsight. Yeah. Well, like, I think about like Ben Stiller, another um, could be up there for the fourth place mm. um, on the uh, Mount Rushmore, but he directs a lot of his movies as well, which I didn't know when I was like, I'm going to say like he directed Zoolander, um, a few like Tropic Thunder, he directed that. So yep. yeah, he does everything, um, and he's funny. He's sometimes a straight man. Um, he can be as silly as he is as a white Goodman. Yeah. Um, so he's a he's an absolute jet, and it's such an easy watch to dodgeball. That's a chuck on, have a laugh, and then move on with your life. It's such yep. a good movie for that too. Yeah. Um, number one, I've got Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Um, I think we spoke about it. I think you've been mentioning it that there's the very silly ones, and then there's those ones. Um, set in reality and I think Dumb and Dumber does a good mix of both so the story is pretty serious and the antagonists are pretty serious like they're literally going to shoot them um, (laughs) for their money back but uh, Lloyd and uh, Harry live in their own world and they somehow live in everyone else's world as well Um, so it's a perfect balance of all these quotables um, them two just being silly as and the movie actually being an interesting story and interesting watch um, so Dumb and Dumber, I haven't watched it for years before the podcast, um, and I really enjoyed watching it again. 
Yeah, that's that's a good call. It was one that, like I said, yeah. I hadn't actually watched much compared to like sort of other Jim Carrey movies and comparing that to Adam Sandler. But um, yeah, watching it back, you have a good appreciation and, you know, it just goes to show it was number two in my quotes for that sort of moment. So it's yeah. one that I really do appreciate as well. Um, number one, probably no surprise, is Anchorman. Uh, Anchorman. Yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah, it's an easy one for me. Had to, uh, had to be Will Ferrell. And again, I probably think Dodgeball for me is a funnier movie now, like looking back mm. at it and even maybe basketball in some senses. But Anchorman was sort of in a personal for me was just an awakening to sort of a whole another genre of comedy and that sort of really silly randomness of Will Ferrell, which sort of opened the door for Step Brothers and all the other sort of movies that um, preceded it. But there's just so many just like sort of dumb quotes and I just absolutely love it. And it's just, um, I'll never apologize for liking these really sort of silly no. movies. And yeah, it sort of, um, yeah, it sort of sets up, but I don't think it was much surprise that was going to be my number one. Yeah, that, that, I think the odds on that one were pretty low. Like, no one's going to make money. On <laughs> you guessing, yeah, uh, Anchorman. Because of what I said before about Dodgeball being funnier, I thought it was close to being my yeah. number one as a bit of a surprise, but I'm like, nah, it deserves to be my number one. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy one. I think that's probably one of his early ones. I'm not sure if was that was his first sort of big one by himself. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'll have to have a look um, at sort of his um, his sort of mm. history. But I, th- I know he was yeah because uh, obviously he was in um, Austin Powers. Um, yeah, Austin Powers, but as like a really small role, and sometimes even forget that he was in that movie. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think it, look from from memory, it was the first one that I remember as being the big Will Ferrell sort of film. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, as you mentioned, all the movies that come from that oh, um, yeah. are all classics as well, and we'll all do all those um, as we go each week too. Um, next one we're going to go through uh, our favourite music. So we wanted to plug our uh, playlist again. You've probably heard it. Yep. Um, when Michael messaged me about this initiative, and it's probably the smartest thing you've ever told me. <laughs> um, I, was so, I was so happy when you messaged me with that. I think, like, I was feeling sick or something. I was tired. Yep. And I was just up and about searching songs, like, five minutes after you told me so it's all um just the bangers from the uh, music from the movies we watch so we're going to clean it up nothing boring just all the good songs we enjoy yeah we and t- all the songs that are reported to the movies i took a i took a fair bit of um i took a fair bit of songs out because obviously we had a lot of um i had a lot in there at first because i wanted to build the players up but now i've really gone back and yeah. really uh t- taken some out ones that i don't think many people would sort of <laughs> argue with um, possibly, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, um, it was one that, uh, yeah, it was, it was one thing that I wanted and probably is more of a selfish, um, thing for me <laughs> was that I just like listening to different music and different sort of songs that are randomness yeah. of songs. Like I, when you said your playlist about work, I'm going to ask for that playlist now because that's one that I've asked. Uh, <laughs> I definitely want to get onto, but yeah, I like having a sort of, uh, a really sort of, um, broader, broader range of music. And yeah. this one covers off a lot. So just yeah, going back, good... I've been I've been um, looking at a few different movies. Zoolander was before in two thousand and one. Old okay. Old School was two thousand and three. Elf was also two thousand and three, and Anchorman was two thousand and four. Ah. So he had a bit of a run up, but it's the one that I think we yeah. all remember before for Will Ferrell. Yeah, I like how Elf uh, is a kids movie, and then he's like, and then he did Anchorman the next year. Like, all right, he's not a kids actor. Yeah, no. he's got his own thing going on. <laughs> He had a big, yeah, he had a uh, big yeah. 2003 onwards, uh, Will Ferrell. So he mm-hmm. really sort of went gangbusters. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, because anyway, yeah, he was in SNL. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. 
Um, so yeah, on to our. So I just wanted to touch on a few songs and soundtracks I really enjoyed, and then I'll go into yep. what my favorite one was with a few of those songs. So um, Wayne's World had banger after yep. banger with Bohemian Rhapsody, Foxy Lady, Feed My Frankenstein. So a few of those. Sigamanko uh, as well was in there. That's a yeah. Eighties, uh, nice eighties, nineties rock classics i think all the jazz from Superbad was really cool yeah um so the four tops the barcades g knight and we spoke about it in the podcast too so if you listen to it go back um but how for all the scenes with the younger kids so um seth and evan and mclovin they use a lot of the jazz music yeah uh but uh with music uh for the cops so seth rogan's character and bill hader's character they moved it to more classic rock which was a really cool way of going about it. And I wrote down Superbad also had Biggie Smalls in it, which you can't beat. That's right. Well, um, that's, that's a good segue into my favorite sort of songs of, yeah. of that one. So yeah, yeah. Big, Big Popper, was, uh, Big Popper yeah. was the first one that came to mind with this whole one. I didn't even have to look at the playlist for that one. That was uh, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. one that I popped on there straight away. I'm a big, uh, big uh, 90s rap fan. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. um, that was definitely in there. I, I, see, I did a little different. I did one soundtrack, but I could probably chat about a couple of them. I'd agree yeah. with... Um, and School of Rock as well was sort of one. I don't know if you can yeah, talk about that, that one yeah. coming up. Um, I don't have any School of Rock songs as my sort of favourite songs, but sort of throughout that whole movie, they really did a good job at making yeah, sure they had well, good uh, songs on that. It's like a, another character in the movie, really, the music. Yeah. I mean, it's a big Ooh, part of what the movie's about. I'm a mute. I'm a movie critic, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just how important that music is to the movie um, and the music they chose for the movie. And we've t- spoken about it a few times, but how they got the immigrant song in there with pleading to Led Zeppelin to get it in. Um, and that whole such a big scene in the movie too. And Heal so, Me, yeah, up, heal me I'm Heartsick as well, making our playlist. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just that's song. I spilled water on my microphone. I hope nothing stops. Oh, that's going to... I'm going to have to... I've seen you... I see you smacking your microphone. I'm like, I don't know. I have to clean this up later on. <laughs> so it's just going to be like banging. Because uh, we're doing bangers. So that's why. I thought it yeah. makes sense. Well played. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Another one of my songs. So Cochise was actually my second one from Talendaga Nights. Because just mm-hmm. because of the the, uh, the timing it came in and the, the way that they used that... Um, the way they use that song says, oh, well, I've been watching. And it was just like the, um, just the timing of it. And I think as well, but it reminds me of Guitar Hero from back in the day. <laughs> I think that was yeah. on the first Guitar Hero um, when it went nuts. But yeah, that song is not one that I would play over and over again, but when they played, I'm like, yeah, this is a tune. Yeah. No, that's a, is that when they're like racing? Yeah. Too? Or is that before? Yeah. I think it's at and the And all start, the racing yeah. is great. I think it's yeah, at the yeah. start. One of the earlier racing he's even, I think he's in the pit crew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. It's just a good way to start off. And I think they use a lot of, like, heavy rock music when they're racing, too. Yeah. Just put you in that mood. Except, of course, when we were in John Gerard's car. And it's just yeah. classic music playing. <laughs> you spilled my macchiato. <laughs> yeah. Um, another few ones I have before I get into my favorite soundtrack, but ABC by Jackson 5 and Billy Madison. Just it's one f- of the happiest songs ever. It's the like, first song in the playlist, too. So it's, like, definitely one yeah, of my most played yeah. songs of, of uh, yeah. 2022 already. <laughs> Um, beer by Real Big Fish, True. of course, in basketball, the house band yeah. of the Beer Stadium. I got take um, on. Hey, I got I got take on me. So I just wanted to add that in there. So right, it's yeah. another one. So yeah, I was very close to beer as well, but I put take on me as one of mine. Um, house of Pain, uh, jump around. I just think of our Uncle Chris yeah. every time. 
<laughs> my sister's 30th the song the song came on and we we're just chatting to our uncle and um adam's mum and uh we we're just he goes you got to jump to this song and he bowled over he bowled over his sister adam's mum and just started jumping in the middle of the mosh pit and you're just so it's out like of jump. character it's like jump fucking yeah <laughs> but yeah that was fun every time i think of that and then uh Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott. Yep. I'm in the four-year-old version. That's another banger too. Similar to the ABC. You can't be angry to listen to that song. Yeah. The, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. The other two songs yeah. that I added in there, the other two, other two of my favorite songs, or this is, again, not probably my favorite songs, but songs I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Semi-Charm Life from American Pie. That's one, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I started playing like a, I started getting like a late 90s, early 2000s playlist of all those songs and this song featured heavily in it and it's just one that sort of brings me back uh, into a into a time period. So really like that one. And then another one just, um, I don't like him as a person, but Can't Tell Me Nothing by Kanye West. It's, uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a good song. It's a banging song, which leads me into my soundtrack uh, that I like the most, just because it had so many, which was uh, The Hangover. It's obviously not... Yeah, not, a they had a, it had a big mix and I've got the players up here so I can read through um the couple of the songs i had in there they had a really big mix um so there was in the air tonight by phil collins who let the dogs mm-hmm. out by the baja men <laughs> right round by flow rider can't tell me nothing live your life um uh, joker and the thief candy shop and yeah all in that um all in that so that's a huge like, huge um amount. i like how in our playlist because i was looking back at that too when i was getting my songs together and the one you chose for Joker and the Thief is from like the Shrek soundtrack. Oh, it is too. I just so, I of, <laughs> so it's got a picture of Shrek and Donkey. Is it the same the song? Is it, this, is it the same song? I'm yeah, like, I yeah, assume. Okay, but yeah, Shrek, so. it's from Shrek the Third. <laughs> Tell you what, the Shrek soundtrack is going to be very good when we get to it too. Yes. Like, I'm a believer. So yep. that'll be a very good soundtrack. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, there's one. I'm on my way from Mesri to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the hangover just because the sheer quantity of songs that I think I would listen to again and again mm. that makes it in there. Yeah. Um, I think you touched on mine, but my favorite soundtrack is American Pie. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's got all those music. They bring you back. We can't even say bring it back to our day because we would have been about three. Yep. Oh, like I don't know, like five or six when these songs came out, but. Just remember the early um, 2000s, late 90s. But yeah, as Michael mentioned, Semi-Charmed Life, uh, Mutt by Blink-182, Celebrity Skin um, by Hull, and One Week by Bare Naked Ladies, yep. or that sort of similar. And I like how you went for a mu- uh, movie with pretty eclectic music, yeah. um, just all over the place <laughs> with yep. uh, Hank Over, but this, this classic uh, soft pop, pop punk um, from the early 2000s that I enjoyed with... Yep. Uh, and you also you miss out on "Don't You Forget About Me." Yeah, by <laughs> the weird cover band. Yeah, yeah, Simple Minds. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so everyone get on to you've probably heard it on um, mm-hmm. Spotify. It's a good, easy listen. It might be a good sort of road trip one and test out your knowledge yeah. if you think you know your uh, your movies and see if you can work out. Uh, put on shuffle and see if you can work out which songs from where. Shrek 3. There you Shrek go. 3, yeah, that's right. <laughs> check, check on the three. Actually, Adam, I'm going to give you a little trivia. I'm just going to randomly pick three songs. I want to see if you can guess oh, which no. movie it's from. All right. You're the muso, so I'll give you three random ones. All right. Uh, that lady. Oh, that, actually, I picked a really tricky one there. No, no. I'll, <laughs> all right. I'll start easy. I'll start easy. 
Tom Sawyer. Uh, oh, yeah, that's I Love You, man. Yeah, well played. By Rush. Um, Scatman. Uh, basketball. Nice. And Hoochie Mama. Jesus Christ. I don't Is that super bad? No, no, Hoochie Mama. No, 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 Hoochie Mama. I'll give you another song. I'll give you another song. <laughs> I'll give you another song from that um, movie. Keep their heads ringing. Nah. Keep your heads <laughs> ringing. Ring, ding, dong. Ring, ding, 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 dong. Keep your heads. Is that Cocky Butcher? Yeah. <laughs> As Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't get too much in the Friday. Mary uh, Jane almost. Mary Jane almost me. made my uh, almost made my top five as well. Because that time I was singing it before that... the pod. Oh yeah, I'm in love uh, with Mary it? Jane. There we go. She's my main thing. <laughs> She's. Oh, is let's, let's move on as quick right. as possible, hey? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go into our MV MVP. So our most valuable, most valuable people. Um, we mentioned this before, but we only got into this about. 10 episodes into the uh, movies. Um, so a few of the ones I missed out, we just have to scramble and put a few in. Uh, but yeah, these are our favorite um, actors or um, characters in this movie. So we made a note, it's never going to be the most popular yeah. or the, the main sort of protagonists, uh, but side characters and those that just really enjoyed the whole time. Yep. Um, we're going to put this in there. So my first one is McLovin. Um, that's slash Fogel from Superbad. Um, and I think he's a good character as well. And the guy seems pretty cool now. Like he was, what, 17 back then. So all the lore about the movie where his mum had to be there for the sex scene um, and how uh, Jonah Hill hated him in the audition because he was making everyone laugh. Um, and how many people, like how big was McLovin when that movie oh, came huge. out? Like everyone was, was saying McLovin. People would like, people would like look for those fake IDs, like the similar ones. And yeah, like yeah, those things, too. yeah. Um, it's just got, and yeah, like you said, the first sort of acting he's ever done, and the first scene he ever did was, mm. I think it was in the uh, the food tech, um, the food tech kitchen, as well, and yeah, just, so just ch- such a good ch- moment. Uh, chicka chicka, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he'll just chicka, chicka, in, yeah. yeah, freak out here, freak out here. <laughs> just, yeah, just just trails off to nothingness too, but yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a good one. He was very close to mine as well. Uh, my yeah. number five was Dennis Denudo, Terrell Mora. So good. Yeah, the, so I, good. Just if you say Dennis Denudo in Australia, I reckon eight out of ten people that are sort of of age would know who you're talking about. Um, you know, you think of the the ultimate photocopier scene, um, and then you just I didn't realize how much he was in the movie, but he just had such a good uh, such a good part in that movie, and just added on to that comedic value in a different way to um, Dale. Uh, Dale? Yeah. Daryl or Daryl? Yeah, Daryl. Da- um, had in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's such a good name for a nothing lawyer. Yeah. Dennis Denudo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- and I remember I remember looking at the um the top because it was like, you know how you have the offices on top of like shops that you never see, which is just even better. Yeah. It was written in gold like and, a- then it, and then it said speaks Italian in Italian as well, like <laughs> underneath his name. <laughs> well, I remember I went to um, high school in Broadmeadows. And at Broadie Station, like they have offices and uh, like barrister offices yeah. at Broadie Station. Like this is a very Dennis Nudo like setup. Yeah. Um, so they're just small offices in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, very Dennis Denudo. Um, number four, I've got Marv from Home Alone, played by That's Daniel Stern. Just his, I mean, we talked about it, but Joe Pesci is great in that as well. 
Um, and we Joe Pesci is usually known as being quite a hard man in those uh, yeah. uh, gangster movies. But yeah, Marv um, is just so silly. His facial expressions, um, he's yelling. Um, some of the best parts of the movie, just him being in pain yeah. um, for an era. And it carries so, yeah, on carries fun. on to uh, the second movie as well. He's very good in that one. And yeah. I think the Marv one that sticks out for me in... Uh, probably the two is when he's got the spider on his face and he just squeals like crazy on his tarantula. <laughs> yeah. And then also, um, what Marv? Why you got your shoes off? Why are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> um, number four for me. I'm not going to talk about too much, but it's actually Farmer Friend, Blake Clark. <laughs> I had to get him in. Just don't stop. Can he's you? just there. Yeah. No, not only did it, not only was he an MVP, he made my top five. So I had to rub it in. <laughs> He um he was so I don't know he just makes me laugh so much and that's what I based his one off. We all know Farmer Fred just talking gibberish, but look, it probably yeah. I think he did it he did it quite well and the character is really good. Obviously not you know one of the things that'll win an Oscar for, but I just love it. So I had to get him in there. Yeah, you do love Farmer Fred. I, love I know, like I got one thing he said the whole movie, yeah. which he must have just been speaking English. So I thought he's not just doing gibberish; he's actually mm. talking. Um, but he's just putting that accent on so hard that yeah. you can't understand him. Oh, he's so in, he's in Joe Oscar Dirt. Cred. I just remembered he's in Joe Dirt. He's got one little scene in Joe Dirt where uh, I think he said, he said, home is where you make it. Like, but in his, like, his really sort of yeah. thick accent. Home is where you make it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to see homeboys naked? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Um, number three, I got our boy Lawrence yeah. uh, from School of Rock, uh, Robert Sy. I'm um, just, he, he's not an actor at all. Like, he's so stiff the whole time, but he's so funny. Um, I'm not cool enough. Yeah. Just his classic line, the let's rock, let's rock today. Uh, when Tamika finally stands up for him or he, and he stands up to our bad boy, what's his name? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Freddie, Freddie Jones. Freddy, yeah, yeah when he stands up to Freddie. So just the character, oh, true, yeah. RIP. Um, just his whole uh, Lawrence's character arc. He's got his spiky hair at the end. Yeah. Which I don't think he says even long enough to have that. No, so it must be some sort of weird. Tr- yeah. Thinking about that now. But yeah, he's so funny. Uh, Lawrence uh, in School of Rock. Yeah, that's good. Um, my number three, which I think uh, possibly you could have. This is just a bit of a, a guess. But my number three is Barry John Favreau from I Love You, Man. I thought you might have had him. I got him there. He, um, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he's just got so many good scenes as being that negative, just stereotypical guy that sort of contrast with Paul Rudd and uh, Jason Segel sort of um, you know not living up to that sort of again this is going to be my essay talking but the heteronormative <laughs> heteronormative <laughs> hey, look at you yeah, yeah. I, I, I worked hard on that essay um, but yeah I mean the puke scene I think is pretty iconic and then the um, and then yeah just all the card scenes and then when he's telling um, his wife that she's got to dress up like a cheerleader tonight or like just just like in Jamaica yeah it's like, so good or is it when they get to the uh, they get to the bar? It's like, is this just a drop in? I'm like, no, it's my best friends. Uh, <laughs> it's like it smells like a fuck, it smells like a fucking pet shop in here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll uh, save you the trouble. But yeah, I had Barry um, as my number two. Yeah, and yeah, John Favreau. If you watch, um, he's a big part of the Marvel, not Marvel, but even Disney movies now. Mm-hmm. Like he does the. Uh, not the Boba Fett one, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, so he's like the showrunner on that. Uh, he did the Jungle Book, the live action one, um, and he's in the latest Spider Man movies. And yeah, he just, just plays that, the nicest just that dude. One on the weekend, actually. Yeah, 
Uh, so he plays the nicest dude, and in this one, he's the biggest cunt. Yeah. Um, so it's just so funny. The he's guy's like got always range. wearing a red the shirt. Guy's got range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Barry is my number two. You're right. Um, all right, so my number two is Brick Tamland, Steve Carell from <laughs> Anchorman. He, I think when people think of Anchorman, other than, you know, obviously Ron Burgundy, the second thing they think about is Brick mm-hmm. and just everything that he does. Um, you know, probably not one of Steve Carell's best acting roles, but it's going to be one that he's going to be remembered for for years. And yeah. he's just, he, again, he shows his range in so many different movies, similar to John Favreau. Um, mm-hmm. This one... <laughs> Just like when they're talking about the girls really got to Ron's head and he's eating a banana and he's like, a good one. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He just plays it so well. Even in number two, he's got good moments, even though that movie's a bit of a letdown. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm riding a furry tractor when he's on the <laughs> when he's on the back of a uh, bear. But um, again, probably more nostalgia and that whole Anchorman build up in, in myself for number two. I've got a feeling our number yeah. one's going to be the same. We'll see. Like, yeah. I just wanted to add to my uh, to Steve Carell. So I watched one of those, uh, I think, Vanity Fair things where actors talk about their past movies. Um, I was watching the Seth Rogen one and he was talking about how uncomfortable Steve Carell was on the set of 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yep. And I think you mentioned it last week or the week before, uh, how he wrote a second script of the movie that's a bit more PG to, <laughs> if they need to run it. Um, but even said that, he was so uncomfortable on that set and he's never done a movie like that again. And that's right. Like, I never think about that. He hasn't been in a no. seductive or naughty movie no. since then. They've all been pretty uh, family friendly. And I think Brick's sort of on that line of being silly. And But he hasn't gone too bricky no, lately it's either. Too more of a, <laughs> no, he yeah. hasn't gone too bricky. No, he's done... You know, like in the office, he's very silly, but he's also got that sort of other side. And he has to have yeah. a good, smart dialogue for a silly person. Um, so yeah, it's it shows just how good Steve Carell is. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a jet. He's another jet. Um, but we'll go to our number one. We'll see if it's the same. But I got uh, Frank as Norm Macdonald. Oh as my number one. no, not the same. No, no, no. no? But oh. I did think I did when uh, I did see Frank earlier. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be your. He's gonna be in your top five. Yeah. Well, he's just so good. Like Norm Macdonald's so good. If you can go back and listen to his stand up. Um, and listen to his um, him on Conan. Mm. Um, he's got like just jokes on jokes. And he's just so funny. He's so dry. And it's like, uh, where's Billy? Like he's at school. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like just those, <laughs> just those things. We don't know if he's and yeah, how him and the mate get there and start eating the the kids' lunches, <laughs> the sandwiches, and they creep. Yeah, uh, teaming up with Chris Farley and that as well. Which is yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so a, he's just so good, and that's a. Another RIP moment uh, to yep. Norm Macdonald as well. If you can find, there's someone who does a podcast. I don't know his name, but he, uh, uh, one of the guys from Dave Chappelle's Half Baked, I think it was. Or oh, what's the what's the movie that Dave Chappelle does? Is it Half Baked? When he did that yeah, Denal yeah. Rawlings. Possibly. No. The stoner guy, Maybe. like the guy that looks oh, really stoned. He does like the one where there's like, he does the joke where there's all <laughs> that, the people doing tequila. That narrows it, that, no, yeah. that narrows it yeah. down. <laughs> No, it's the guy, he does the stand-up thing about uh, how uh, your your stomach's like a bouncer and then you have all these mixed drinks. Um, anyway, if you haven't watched that, it's good. But he's he does a podcast with someone where he talks about um, Norm MacDonald saying cunt in Canada and they said you can't say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even Rodney Roode had a joke. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson did a whole song about you can't say cunt in Canada. 
um but he goes up on stage and he just like pretty much drops it over and over again and they like pretty much get rushed out like of this of the place so um yeah if you type in if you type that into youtube you might be able to find it but yeah very good story about him mm -hmm. my number one um now this is big might be a bit contentious because he had a big role but we were happy with uh the fact that he didn't is ben stiller as white goodman um, for my yeah, MVP, that's hard to be too. He was. I think I was yeah. in a. I think he, he might have been there a bit too much for me. But you're right. We agreed on it. Yeah. Um. So we can't complain. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's so good in that. He's just too good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We can go on. We've already talked about it a lot, so I won't talk about it too much. But just mm -hmm. line after line, everything he says is funny and just yeah. It just it just brings in that extra comedy value because Vince Vaughn plays a little bit more of a straight character in that, even though he has some. Uh, moments but yeah. he just he just takes the weight of the comedy value in that and yeah oh yeah uh, after watching it again i really appreciate how good he was in that movie mm -hmm. yeah he's just on the whole time too yeah. he's never off yeah. yeah i think i want to mention this i don't know if i mentioned this in the dodgeball one but i watched the movie a few weeks ago it's called freaky and it's got vince vaughn mm -hmm. um and it's like freaky friday you know the jamie lee curtis yep. Lindsay lohan but it's Someone from a high school girl swaps body with Vince Vaughn, and Vince Vaughn's character is a serial killer. <laughs> so, like, she swaps bodies with a serial killer. It's a really good movie. I think okay. everyone should watch it. Freaky, really enjoyable. Yeah, it's just called Freaky. Okay. So, I think it's on a uh, binge. We'll do this next week. Yeah. Um, we're doing it coming up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a very good movie. So, another Vince Vaughn movie. Oh. Um, I just wanted to mention because it's it was a list. good watch. Um, I think you enjoy it. Okay. Um, last thing we're going to get into is our Steve Hibbert. So, we call this the Hibbies. Yep. Um, Michael, do you want to explain what the uh, Steve Hibbert Award is for those that might not know? Yeah, so Steve Hibbert was something that I started because we started with Billy Madison. If we didn't start with Billy Madison, it may not have got off the ground. I'm not sure. So it started yeah. off as actors that we can't see their faces and basically they'll never get any credit for the movie. But then it evolved into the people that have a very, very short uh, part in the movie, but it sort of really stick out in your head, um, yeah. make you laugh. So not all movies necessarily I have a Hibbert because nothing really sticks out and same to Adam as well as we we're looking back over it. Mm -hmm. Some of them I've got three depending on the movie. Um, yeah. So it's really just about that sort of the characters that you can sort of click with, but you remember, but they're not in it for very long whatsoever. They may not even have yeah. dialogue, which are the case of some of mine. Yeah. And I, and Steve Hibbert was the actor that played the gimp. That's right. In uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. So yeah. that's where we got the so name from. So I think... The, that was when I watched Pulp Fiction. The first thing I looked at was who was the actor that played that role because it's just, I mean, it's it's such an iconic, uh, I say iconic a lot, but I bloody mean it. Um, iconic uh, <laughs> character where, you know, bring out the gimp. Everyone remembers that from Pulp Fiction, yeah. which is going to get another watch from me very soon because I haven't watched it in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so something where you'll really remember the character and Steve Hibbert is the gimp from... Pop fiction. So this is the Hibbies, which is take Adam has taken this from the Dundies in um, <laughs> uh, in the office. Uh, so yeah. we are going to go with the five, four, three, two, one, and I'll start it off this way because you've started off every there other one. Go. So let's let's do oh, that. My one's a bit of a homage to the uh, starter of um, the uh, Steve Hibbert. The first two Steve Hibberts ever were Doo Doo the Clown from uh, Billy Madison. But my, mm -hmm. but my Hibbert is the Penguin, who's played by Greg Valkov. Um, again, <laughs> it was that silly Penguin again. Everyone remembers the sort of flashes. Yeah, everyone knows the Penguin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Greg Valkov playing that Penguin. Big part of the movie and um, has some very good scenes. 
When, like when he's holding a cocktail at the top of Veronica Vaughan's um, <laughs> ladder, as uh, as he says yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think I knew that was going to be there for you, yeah. and that really started off yeah. why we created the Hibbert Award. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Blink One Eight Two from American Pie. Yep. Um, I think probably when I watched it the first time, I wasn't into Blink, but watching it, I'm like, shit, that's Blink-182, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they got Travis's credit wrong, yeah? They <laughs> used the old drummer. Yeah. Um, so that's an even better one. So it might even be Travis Barker um, can be the yep. Hibbert for that one. That's not even credited. And I like how our Hibbert's over time have sort of splintered and we've absolutely just ran with it. Like mine are just like yeah. ones that are just like that random sort of whatever and yours are like sort of ones that, they are people, but they don't really have much of a role. So it is, it's yeah, good to sort was, of have that contrast as well. I was looking back at mine. A lot of mine were cameos. Yeah. So I'm going to try try and stop doing cameos <laughs> as much. Or like famous people that were in there. Um, but yeah, that's good. we'll see. Yeah, oh no, whatever, ca- people, whatever catches my eye. I don't yeah, know. Our real hardcore fans might try to guess our Hibbert. Yeah. So you never know. They might, they might there be loving but, um, you tried to guess my Hibbert, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number okay. four is one that we put to legend status. We haven't continued on with legend status, but I think we sort of know the ones that are sort of stick out. And it's Moroki, mm-hmm. played by Roger yeah. Iwami um, in uh, Superbad, your favorite movie or mm-hmm. second favorite movie in this yeah. one. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone knows Moroki and sort of how cute he is with uh, Seth, um, and then he even gets a cameo later where he still doesn't talk. And um, he's on the couch with him <laughs> drunk at the party. Yeah. Well, I just think of Maroki with the uh, flower yeah, whiskers the flower on. Whiskey, um, yeah, the flower whiskers as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so cute. Yeah. Uh, number four, I got <laughs> Dick Tankfield yeah. uh, from, <laughs> from Talladega Nights, uh, played by uh, Richard Bergeron. Yeah. Um, so he's a real, I'll, I'll double check what he was again. I think he was a journalist or something, mm. but he just plays the sl- sleaziest dude in there. Starts kissing, uh, Molly Shannon. Yeah. Um, so I thought this guy was some sort of actor or something, but he's a motorsports announcer and magazine editor. So he just went for his role and he took it. Yeah. Um, any chance you get to make out with the legend that is, uh, Molly Shannon. <laughs> so, and I like, so a lot of, uh, when we do the Hibbert, we like a character and then we do a bit of research, and sometimes that research has a little bit extra on it. Yeah, it's uh, right. which is the ones I enjoy too. It keeps unraveling. Like with Maroki, um, so yeah, Maroki, that was his only ever acting credit as well. Like he didn't have anything yeah. else after that, and he had a not a big part because he had no dialogue. But yeah, it's just it's mm. good how he sort everyone of, remembers Maroki. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You just sort yeah. of go deeper um, into those characters, and they do create a bit of a talking point too. Mm-hmm. My number three is uh, probably one that sort of comes in sticks in my mind i don't know if it sticks in everyone else's but that's why it's my number three it's the weird monster truck guy from dodgeball jim cody the one that um when he's uh washing yeah, yeah. the truck he's got his he's got his top up and he's fingering his belly button he goes that's it boy get it in nice and deep like <laughs> <laughs> with his uh people just barking yeah. at justin long yeah yeah he really good character yeah. sticks in my mind that one so yeah that's uh i've just realized i've doubled up on dodgeball too there you go <laughs> okay you can do what you want there's no rules yeah um my number three is do do the clown so taking nice. it back to the og's first yeah. one um so do the clown is played by shane uh Far- Farberum. um and yeah this was his second acting role as well and he's only done two so yeah. he was uh do do the clown and then he was done yeah <laughs> um so he's not coming back for that but i like how he um he came back so he got injured in the uh first uh when he graduated first party, the first yeah. grade yeah, 
and then he came back after like in uh, in high school. So was he just laying there in a coma <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, for you know weeks on end? Yeah, he with did, his hemorrhage in his head. Yeah, and then like yeah, how, yeah no. no one, no one in that massive mansion decided to wake him or anything. Just let me dead. No, and then I like then. how he also has the name Doo the Clown, but it's never mentioned in the movie. But he's got the name Doo mm. the Clown, which you find with some yeah. of these um, other. Like I think Superbad, the the guy, um, the coat guy. I think he um, sort of he. They all gave all those guys like random names, even though they don't reference them at all. So yeah, I really mm. like when they do that in the movies too. Yeah. My number two, again, dodgeball. And I think this is one that everyone remembers is Bernice uh, from yeah. yeah from from there, which is the whole, uh, the tranquilizer, the animal tranquilizer, yeah. or low-grade can, beaver can tranquilizer. I, can I jump in and say Bernice is my number two as well? Yes, so that's we both great. Bernice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in IMDb, she's Crying Troop Girl uh, 417. So trying... Cry, crying Troop 417 Girl. That's, that's a disappointing mouthful. that they gave her that credit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's Bernice oh, okay. hyphen oh, Crying okay. Troop Girl right. 417. Yeah. Um, so, a bit of a long name for uh, Haley C. Rosales. Yeah, who's actually um, a, stunt, yeah. a stunt woman as well, which we found out, which yeah. is pretty cool how she continued on her career, even though she had like nothing in that movie and completely opposite to being a stunt yeah. woman in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that one's, uh, I think everyone sort of remembers the God damn you, Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one that we both had. I think we've only ever lined up on two of our um, hibbits as well, and that mm. was one of them. Um, yeah. Bit of a trivia for someone if they can remember the other one. Um, yeah, even for us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to my number one, and this is one that when I was first watched the movie, it stuck out as a hibbit even before a hibbit was a thing for me. And I actually looked at um, Facebook to see if this guy had a Facebook page. And someone, someone had like a really grainy photo of this character um, on Facebook. So only like a couple of people had ever thought the same thing as me. And that is Hank Mardukas from I Love You, Man. When he, yeah, very good. He, he gets a couple of mentions in it about sort of how Robbie's his best friend and Hank, Hank Mardukas. And then mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the movie, he said, you guys are both my best friends and Hank Mardukas. And he like gives him a <laughs> thumbs up. Like, and he's just like in he's it for there. a very split second. Uh, and yeah Hank Marduk is always a name that sort of sticks by in mine and, yeah, such a good name such a yeah. good name it's for it so yeah Hank Marduk is my number one and won my Hibby award yeah well I like how he was invited to the wedding too it's yeah like, that's right dad's best friend has to come it's, yeah, yeah there's that concept three best friends really good yeah uh, my number one is Buzz's girlfriend from Home yeah. Alone <laughs> yeah. so I think as I mentioned before these are one of those ones that uh, kept unraveling for me and ones we couldn't get to the bottom of who exactly it is yep. similar to our Steven Klansberg um, maybe we even make a Klansberg award for actors that we don't know their name we won't we won't oh we no big. that's not bad um, I don't mind but... that one actually <laughs> oh, that's good that's uh, the reason we'll Glansberg, one off every that's now the reason again. Glansberg didn't yeah. make it in my one is because he didn't have a credit yeah I, I thought about that for this one but I just got too deep with the research yeah. and the story behind it but uh, for those who don't know Kevin's looking through Buzz's stuff in Home Alone and he finds a picture of Buzz's girlfriend which is a unattractive young lady um, with massive uh, braces on um, which we found out doing my research is actually played by the art director's son yeah um, so we're not bashing on a uh, young lady which is nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and that art director's son has chosen to live a anonymous life 
um, as the person <laughs> in it, uh, which I really enjoyed. Unfortunately, we don't have a name, um, but me just that being my Hibbert and then doing the research yeah. and finding the story behind it had to be my number one. That was good. So, uh, art director's son from Home Alone. Yeah, you are my number one <laughs> for the first twenty-four. So my so I'm gonna do a couple of things here before we wrap up. So the other um, Hibbert that we had the same. Do you want to have a go? It's one of the characters from Happy Gilmore, um, and it yeah, yeah, plays yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's that golf guy. I yeah. forgot his name. Lee Buckstrovino Buck Buck that hated the, being in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the Grizzly Adams did have a beard yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a very good one. So they're the only two we've ever lined up. Now, do you want to have a go yeah. at any Glansbergs that we that you remember? Obviously, Stephen Glansberg has no acting credit, and that's one that we have. Another one from Happy Gilmore. Oh, I got nothing. You go. You dwarf take it. on a tr- dwarf on tricycle. Ah, yeah. very good, very good. Um, uh, Austin Powers, guy doing the countdown. Five, <laughs> four, yeah. So he had no credit. Um, this one I was surprised with, and is very close. Is like for me, is like up there with Glansberg. Tony Nocciolino from Basketball, who plays Latino cut-up Scooter. <laughs> You're very on for that one too. Yeah. I love I love Tony Nocciolino. Um, and Hotel Employee from Borat. That was another one. Yeah, it's when they walk in. You go, what up, chocolate? Oh, no, where are me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we so, can't say it. So, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to make another section because that's a very good call of... Yeah. The Glansberg, they may only be in once every five episodes or something, but I think yeah. they deserve a special we'll place separate from the Hibbets. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Uh, they're always fun too. Cool, well, I think it. we've done it. That was it. Oh, I absolutely loved that. That was fantastic to go down memory lane and have yeah, a look at that was fine. everything we've done. Um, I got a good laugh out of that too. That was fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, it was fun to look back. Um, you know this last i don't know how long we've been doing it now it's been a bit it's been like five six months really um since we've been doing this uh but yeah it's been really fun first 24 we've got the next 24 plus already planned out Uh, so it's just the fact of watching the movies and doing it but um saying that next one is euro trip uh which is another one of the ones i watched so much in high school that i haven't watched it for 10 years so think about you just remember scenes but can't wait to watch it again yeah, absolute ripper. I think I, I tried to yeah, I went, I, when I went on Kentucky. That was one that I thought of. Like, I'm like, is it going to be like this? And yeah, it was absolutely. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, well, Michael, Michael's got to go get married. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm off now, uh, so. <laughs> in a few days. So we've we've got a few episodes done. So we're going to have a little break from us recording. You guys, will, of course, keep getting your episode every week. Um, but we'll come back fresh with Euro Trip um, in a few weeks or so. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.